0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host Victor Manash. This is another AMA episode, that is, Ask Me Anything. I love to answer your questions. If you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to Victor at victorjm.com. That's Victor at victorjm.com. This question comes to us from David in Placencia, in Belize. Thanks for the great content on the podcast every morning. I was wondering your thoughts on opportunity zones. Specifically, do you feel this can be the trigger to have a mass exit in the market that will drop stock prices for ones wanting to get into opportunity zones and trigger a crash or at least a significant correction in the market? Well, David, that's a great question. First, let's define opportunity zones and what they're used for, and then we'll talk about the source of funds for opportunity zone investment. Opportunity zones are low-income census tracts nominated by governors and certified by the U.S. Department of Treasury. To which investors can put capital to work for new projects. The idea here is economic expansion in these economically depressed areas. The country has now defined over 8,700 opportunity zones in every state and territory. They make up about 25% of the low income areas in the country. Investments in opportunity zones have to be done through an opportunity zone fund. This is a new investment vehicle and The fund must invest 90% of its capital in a qualified asset in an opportunity zone. Opportunity zone investments offer several unique advantages. Number one, a temporary tax deferral for capital gains invested in a qualified opportunity zone. The deferred gain must be recognized on the earlier of the date on which the opportunity zone investment is sold or December 31st, 2026. So that's the deadline. There's a step up in basis for capital gains invested in an opportunity zone fund. The basis of the original investment is increased by 10% if the investment in the Opportunity Zone fund is held by the taxpayer for at least 5 years, and by an additional 5% if it's held for 7 years, excluding up to 15% of your original gain from taxation. Finally, a permanent exclusion from taxable income of capital gains if the investment is held for at least 10 years. So virtually any capital gain would qualify to be reinvested in an Opportunity Zone fund. You might have made a ton of money, say, in Bitcoin or a rare piece of artwork. There's a lot of money in the stock market. But remember, less than 10% of the transactions on the stock market are made up of actual bona fide value investing. About 90% of the volume on the stock market are programmed trades by the brokerage houses for their own account and for institutional investors. Those vast sums of money are largely seeking arbitrage profits. These short-term trades fall into the category of trading, not investing. The whole period is too short to be considered eligible for treatment as a capital gain. There's likely a spectrum of opinions on this topic, and there's probably people that are going to disagree with me, but I don't see the advent of Opportunity Zone tax sheltering as driving a sell-off in the equity markets. There's a mismatch between the liquidities of those two types of investments. I really don't see stock market investors who have the ability to trade on a moment's notice, then agreeing to tie up their money for the next 10 years. They're just fundamentally different investors. Most of the long-term money in the stock market is in the form of mutual funds, and a lot of that money is tied up in retirement accounts. Here, too, capital gains don't play a major role. I expect the majority of the money going into opportunities Zone Investments is going to come from the sale of businesses where there's a substantial capital gain from a single event, or the sale of real estate, or other assets where you need to find a suitable replacement. These are traditionally what would have been sheltered under a Section 1031 exchange. Investing the gain from real estate isn't simple either, but the window for making the investment is larger than for a 1031 exchange. Under the latest IRS interpretation, the actual gain from the sale of real estate isn't known until tax time. So let's say, for example, you sold a property in July. You would not know the actual gain until the end of the year on December 31st. The IRS has interpreted that these transactions would start their 180-day clock to make a new qualified investment on January the 1st of the following year. So far, all of the discussions I've had with investors who are looking to take advantage of Opportunity Zone projects are coming from real estate gains or business gains, not from the stock market. If there's going to be a fall in stock market asset prices, and I believe there will be, it's because the share prices of many stocks are out of whack with the fundamentals. There are several market analysts who believe we're actually now in the middle of a bear market rally, where the actual peak of the bull market happened in September of 2018. Some of the same signs that I saw during the dot-com era are visible today. The market has come to terms with the fact that companies should be in the business to make money, to generate profits, to generate positive cash flow. I believe the market exuberance ultimately is going to be short-lived, and so far in May, the market is off by 5%. I think that's based on market fundamentals and not opportunity zones. Thank you, David, for a great question. And as you think about that, Maybe consider an Opportunity Zone investment. Have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.